Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Let's take a quick break. You know what's one of my favorite things to do post-dancing rehearsal? Not going to lie, it's putting on some sweatpants immediately and having a drink. You all know I love a glass of wine or two, but I also like to switch it up. So lately, Jason and I have been making a little cocktail at night using Rum Haven. Rum Haven believes Mother Nature did things right, so it's crafted using real coconut water and not using artificial preservatives or flavorings. It is so incredibly refreshing. I mentioned I like to add it to a cocktail, but it's also actually great over ice with a splash of club soda. It tastes like I'm on vacation, sitting on an island somewhere far, far away, which is without a doubt a great feeling, especially during these crazy times. So make sure to follow at Rum Haven on Instagram because they post all types of these seasonal recipes. They do giveaways and tips. Plus, when you go to discover.rumhaven.com, you can find their latest blogs, quizzes, and any promotions they have going on. On one of their latest blog posts, they actually have some tips about planning your virtual watch party, which is pretty perfect since everyone's favorite reality show is back on Tuesdays. Be sure to have a little virtual drink with me, sip some Rum Haven, maybe even while you're listening to the pod. Let me know what you think. to Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Ryan Satin, here with my co-host, Jamie Iovine. Hey, guys. And Elijah Bates. Ahoy, me hearties. Uh, this weekend was like the first time the full Wrestling Sheet crew has like hung out together in, yeah. for, in a while now. In quite a bit. I mean, I, can't, yeah. I think the last time was New Japan, but even then, we weren't all four there, were we? No, we were there. Kevin yeah. was there. Yeah, all right, we so then that was last time, probably. Was, was that before or after your birthday party? After. Okay. Yeah, I think that was after. Anyways, uh, it was definitely fun celebrating the holidays with these dudes. Uh, and <laughs> I, Eli, I, you didn't even see when we were walking out. Eli pulled a good drunk move on me at the oh, end. Yeah? He, when we were walking out, he was like, well, I guess I can call my Uber, I guess. Like, and he was just kind of like standing there. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, you just wait till your Uber comes. And he was like, well, I mean, 
I do go out of my way to drive to your show once a week. Like, and I was like, oh, man, like you're right. Drive like, me home, boy. <laughs> it was just like so. Maybe like I mean, maybe you could like let me get in your car. And I was like, oh man, he's right. I do do that. Damn thank, it. Thank you though. I really, pre- <laughs> I always appreciate somebody giving me a ride home when I've had a few too many to drink. No, you. Yeah, you. Uh, I was pretty contained. You though. were contained for how- you drank a lot, but you were contained. Oh, I didn't go to bed right when I went home, though. No, mm-hmm. no. I figured there was no way you were able to just no, pass out. Right I was really that. sick the next day. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little hurting today. It was a chore getting here today because I went to the Travis Scott concert last night. Ah, just I can't drink anymore. I just can't. <laughs> like, I mean, not that I like. Not that you won't. But no, it's just that I physically can't. Yeah, like, understandable. Like it just hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So much more. I was actually impressed at how much Eli could drink so quickly because I'm the same way as you. Like I just I can't anymore, and I smoke more like than I drink. So like I, I just I I've never been a big drinker, and I was just like so impressed watching Eli just pound him down. I was just ease. drinking champagne the entire time I mean, though too. I will Ooh, say that's, champ- a rough, that's a rough morning. See, yeah. I think champagne's the easy, the only one I still can kind of get down. I on like still. champagne. No, but the, the hangover is the worst. Yeah, the champagne hangovers are, are a nightmare. Yeah. It's so refreshing, though. You know what I like about popping a bottle of champagne? It's the mist that rises out of it after you pop the cork. It makes me feel like a pirate. That's a, that's that's a, that's a that's fun literally one of the have. only reasons I buy a lot bottles of things of that make you feel like a pirate. Dude. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, before we get to the rest of the talk, just since we're on alcohol talk, it was the craziest thing to me yesterday. I went to the dentist, and I was like, it was my first time. I was a new dentist. I, I I've never been to this place, and. I'm filling out the paperwork when I, I was running a little late, and I fill the paperwork as I get there, and they're like, "Can we get you anything? Uh, water, coffee, uh, uh, <laughs> like beer, wine, uh, champagne?" At the dentist, and I was like, "Did did you just say beer, wine, and champagne and coffee?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, anything you need." And I was like, "Aren't we at the dentist right now?" And they're like, "Yeah, you know, we like to accommodate our guests." And I was like. Never heard that. No, I don't want any alcohol right now. You're going to stick a bunch of needles it's in my 10 mouth. 10.30 in the no. morning. Well, it, was, it was later in the day, but still. No, I've never. I've never heard that. I've never been office. offered anything but water to like rinse your mouth out to spit in that cup thingy. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked when I went to like walk to my uh, to the room. I was going to be like in. a full service bar in there? There was a, f- a refrigerator that had champagne and wine and beer and stuff in you it. You should have been like, yeah, I'll take a c- bottle of champagne. <laughs> On the way out yeah. from the road. Uh, no, that's a whole different story. But anyway, let's get into wrestling talk. So, uh, I, we talked about it on Raw. We talked about it on the SmackDown recaps. But I, uh, I, you guys are my two best friends, so I, and I obviously have different takes. So, I want to know overall all this uh, "quote unquote" changes from the McMahon family. How do you feel about it? Now the week's over. Both shows have happened. What are your overall thoughts on on what occurred this week? I mean, um, I always think that whenever WWE makes any sort of change or anything like that or they try something new and in the way they implement it it's not an immediate change and i think a lot of people i think a lot of people had criticism of the the raw and the smackdown where they made both announcements but i thought it was a little a little unfair to judge so early because people were like, oh, well, the, you say we're going to get changes and then like at the ending it's like and – and, and then we kind of get more of the same. It's Which like, was definitely the theme of me on the Raw recap, 100%. Yeah, and I was like – But I would like to hear your other side. Yeah, and that's – I mean going – I mean I just – I guess that's just the way I mm-hmm. take things is that I didn't expect immediate change mm-hmm. You know, because it's a company that's been – they're pretty set in their ways as we all know. Yeah. 
And um, I'll wait for the weeks to come for these changes to happen. I, I didn't – I don't know. People really expected like okay, as soon as like Vince said it, it's a light switch. I mean I don't, and I don't think it works that way. Well, but I mean they have the power to do that. Absolutely. But I, I, I mean they have the power to do that. But it would also have to kind of – in my opinion, it would have to get rid of a lot of storylines that they've already been doing. Yeah. Like, they would have to kind of hit a reset button, which I don't see them wanting to do. But don't you feel – and I would – I normally, I would 100% back you on this. But don't you think prefacing it by saying how shitty the show has been does kind of make you feel make, – make, make it so they have to do something about it? To be honest, it kind of put a cap – I mean, this episode, to me, it kind of served as a purpose to kind of put a cap on – just the stories that they already have kind of loose ends on. You know, I mean, the Natty and Ro- Ruby Ride story is over, even though that was already ended at um, TLC. Uh, TLC. Um, there's a new there's a new opponent set up with Rhonda and uh, Natty. Um, the Baron Corbin thing is killed. Uh, yeah. That's not a thing anymore. But that also ended at TLC. It really was ended, ended. Like they with, did the exact same angle they, on Raw which without Braun Strowman. They, when they all got beat up. When yeah. He, like, when everybody teamed up on him. Is that's he, exactly what happened at TLC. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but for free. You know, like the, the, the that main... is how they see it too. And I, yeah. I, I was totally thinking that I was just like, well, they, they're thinking like, well, not everyone saw this. Well, yeah, come on. And um, they've done that. If they do that to say that they haven't done like sort of variations of something they did the previous night, that's a miss. They do that all the time. And no, but when you come out and you say we we're sorry, the the show has sucked. Yeah, and I don't expect. I just don't, I personally, I just don't expect immediate change. You're the same way? No. I, 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 I'm always hopeful whenever they freak out that they're going to make a bunch of changes. And they freaked out because the ratings got super low. And, but, but, you know, part of me, the, um, it, it's funny. It's like uh, the kind of similar to the way I felt whenever after, you know, Becky Lynch had that awesome epic moment on Raw. And then the ne- and you're like, oh, my God, it's so amazing. And then, then like within 24 hours, you find out that she's injured and she's not going to compete. And it kind of almost like throws like a bucket of water on that fire that was burning on you. The, the something similar happened. And it was when I found out that they were taping another Raw that same day. And then part of me was just kind of like. Did they just bring the McMahons back because the ratings got super low and they were worried that when it takes that Christmas dive that it's going to go so low that it's like astronomically low? Like did they just bring them back to get that surge so that the next two shows, the last two shows of the year, didn't dive below like even deeper? It's funny you say that because I was wondering the same thing because typically we know – just from looking at history, like a lot of times, and and this just from me in the past, from growing up status, like when I look at the wrestling side and stuff, like you'd always see when there was like a drastic dip in the ratings, like when it was getting really low, they always like bring in the big guns. They bring in the McMahon family because McMahon, Vince sees them, the McMahon family as like the stars of the WWE, yeah, basically. Yeah. And so he brings them all back to the forefront. And that happened this week, clearly. Um, and But I was wondering the same thing if it was less of like, Hey, we want to make actual change, and more so just like a hey, we just want to make sure that because it, it the the next few weeks are going to be boring content. Like you're not yeah. going to necessarily care as much until we get to kind of like we're, we're closer to to Royal Rumble and the holidays are over. I'm a little you know, like so I, I I'm always optimistic whenever they come back and whenever there is a shift and they are going to introduce new people. Um, but 
you know, like, again, it's just like when when I found out about that taping, I was like, ah, crap. Like, what is the real reason for this? So I, I'm going to be patient with it. I think that we've all learned to that it's worth it to be a little bit patient about some of these things and that these things do have a habit of paying off and everything. If you just look at kind of the timeline of, like, Becky Lynch's last six months, let's say, there's been a couple of moments in that where you kind of had to actually take a hot second, wait for the story to develop a little bit more. And that's clearly worked out in her favor, too. So. I don't think necessarily – I just want to also say I don't think that the McMahons are the answer to this. I think that's short-term solution for a ratings bump. But like I mean I, I, I'm optimistic that at least they noticed it. They're, they are affected by it and there are going to be positive changes because it has to be. Otherwise, the ratings are going to keep diving. Yeah. I mean – I don't think the ratings are going to keep diving, so to speak. I mean, they, they, I, the ratings have just continually got lower, and I think that that's not something that's going to change. I think that's something that's just going to continue, again, just, just due to viewing habits of appointment viewing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think – I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I just don't think there's going to be any actual changes. You may be right. You may be right, and there may be no changes, but I think it's too early to make that decision. Totally, yeah, absolutely. I just, yes, you're right. Yes, absolutely. Have I, patience, son. I, well, I have some patience. Mm. We have to talk about something, though, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, fine. Then we'll talk. We'll switch topics. And if you guys don't want to judge that quickly on no. uh, on, on Ron Smackdown, <laughs> g- great. Uh, glad you guys feel that way. Okay, great. Uh, well, you already talked about it, you know. And- I did. So that's why I said great. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, I think the other big story of the week, uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on in regards to the Elite. Uh, you know, the final battle was over the weekend. Uh, you watched it now, Jamie. Yeah, what did you think of the show? Um, it was cool. The Cody the Cody J. Lethal match was great. Um, I mean, I think that's some of the best work we've seen from Jay Lethal. Um, I really, of, of course, the latter war was insane. The that fact that the fact that the, that some of those people are still able to function is is shocking to me that shit that was, one ladder bump at the end was scary with, he, with nick yeah when he almost when he like was supposed to hit two tables and, and only he, hit one of them yeah yeah that even he's scary said, like, didn't he even tweet he's like i almost died yeah. during this. Yeah. <laughs> and um so that was fun i was a little <laughs> you just almost, <laughs> almost died and then you were like so that was fun yeah i mean uh, it was a great match um <laughs> I um, I was a little disappointed in because one of the matches, one of the sleeper matches I was looking forward to was the Bully Ray flip, flip Gordon and I quit match because I really enjoy Bully Ray. I enjoy how I enjoy how fully immersed in the heel mode he is. Um, I thought the match had a lot of nonsense in it. Like, did you ever? Did you? No, see I saw. I I only saw the last half of the pay per view. I saw like the. I mean, it was my, my only. Comp- I mean, I mean, and no, that's not true. I have a few complaints about the match, but I mean, <laughs> I'm such a huge Bully Ray fan, and uh, this I knew like an I quit match. I quit matches are great for a heel. Heels thrive in I quit matches because they could just be horrible and like deplorable, yeah, and that's yeah. where the point of the match. And I thought we were going to get some really brutal shit from Bully Ray. And we didn't really. And there was two tables set up. None of them were used. One of them even had a fl- one of them even had the tease of um, the lighter fluid poured all over it. Not even a, a not the lighter didn't even flick. You know, like oh, that never, sucks. That was I was like, really? That's, That's rare. Like you know, yeah, wrestling that seems like a waste of 
lighter fluid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in wrestling, you know, they tease that. I mean, the Bucks that we even mentioned is so funny that like they're the best at that at setting up a table, and you're like, oh, I guess they're not going to use it, and then they do something to somehow end up from one end of the ring to the other and then go through it. Totally, and, totally. And I thought maybe that we were going to get that, and. We didn't, you know, we didn't get two tables, two tables set up, and neither of them were used. I mean, uh, if I'm wrong and the first one was used on the outside, please correct me, but I don't remember it being used. And um, it was a lot of nonsense. Like they brought in Flip's girlfriend was involved for some reason. Um, uh, the uh, Sandman, Sandman, came, but that's not who I was going to mention first. It was a. The uh, si- Silas Young, for some reason, was mm-hmm. was thrown in there, mm-hmm. and, and then Sandman was thrown in, and the way they explain, I mean, because Sandman doesn't bump anymore, and the way they kind <laughs> yeah. of, and the way they kind of explained that he didn't get bumped by Bully was like Bully was just slow, like okay. couldn't catch him. Okay, <laughs> and um, Sandman doesn't take bumps anymore. Nah, I mean he didn't at this one. Okay. I think he still takes bumps sometimes. Takes bumps. He didn't at this one. I mean, it would have been a good one to take a bump at. When I saw him at PCW out here, I don't remember if he took a bump or not. I think he. No, he did. I definitely. But but it was a short match. I remember it was a short match. Like he didn't do a lot. He might not have bumped. Actually, he might have just gotten hit with some stuff and like not actually. I mean, he should probably stop taking bumps. He's had a lot of them. He's had. He's He's wrestled a lot, but. My, uh, but as a whole, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the stuff that I did watch, like I watched, like, like the last, I guess the last, like, I really actually watched like, the last. Uh, I want to say like the last hour and a half, I believe, because I had we had our Christmas party here. I was so. a little bummed that the uh, the goodbye wasn't tele- I wasn't broadcasted. That I was shocked, but then when I watched the actual farewell. I understood why because uh, so so for those of you who who uh, didn't see what we put on the site we the the, the pay per view ended final battle ended and then uh, all of the elite came out and we put up a whole video of it because James uh, McKenna was there he shot the video for me which was mm. shout out to James very helpful because I think a lot of people uh, Jamie were watching it expecting to see what the you know the farewell from the bus that's one thing I was looking forward to yeah me, me too uh, and, and then the, the the show just ended after the last war so uh after that the bucks came out um the uh, hangman came out or bucks were still there you know hangman came out cody came out uh scu came out uh was kenny there well scu would they were in the match yeah right was, i know kenny wasn't on the card but was he there what was that? Kenny Omega. No, he wasn't there. No, no, no. Uh, so Dan Christopher Daniels came out, um, and it kind of like they all kind of met in the ring, and basically, you know, they they thanked everyone in ROH. You know, the typical things that you would hear. But I think that uh, the the most interesting part of the speech was was Matt teasing all elite wrestling for the first time. You know, everyone's been kind of like there's been this whole like there's been this sect of people who were still under the impression that. They were going WWE. Yeah. The, the, the elite's going to sign with WWE. The, you know, the, the, if they're not signed with ROH, who are they signing with? You know, um, and in the video, you know, after he's saying, you know, he's thanking everyone. He goes like, everybody in this ring, all of you, we're all elite, right? And then everyone was like, Dum! like went all crazy. And I think that you know that mixed with 
the show this week uh, of Being the Elite. I don't know. Did you watch this week's Being the Elite too? Yeah. Uh, and, you know that mixed with the the kind of whole the 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 papers from Triple H thing kind of coming to a head a little bit where they gave the papers back to Triple H and then it said that they were wishing WWE the best in their future endeavors and then they they super kicked the Triple H you know Frank Kazarian <laughs> uh, and, and I, I think all of that has been now the biggest sign that like all elite wrestling is happening. It doesn't. It, it no longer is like a. If they're doing it, it's like a when they're announcing it yeah. kind of a thing, and I I'm excited. When do you think they're gonna announce it? Well, there's the um, being the elite, they have a countdown. Yeah, they're they're all their phones are all counting down to something, and it, and it counts down to January first, I believe. Yeah. What do you think the new countdown is with Kazarian and Daniels? I was wondering that too, because okay, so theirs ends at a later date than the other ones. Much later. Theirs is what? How much later was theirs? I uh, I don't recall. I don't know the math, but because okay, because the Bucks. Are you sure it wasn't the same? It looked different to me. Because I thought that they just had the same one finally. Because it said like 15 days. And I was thinking, let's see, that was... I could be wrong, but it looked... It I looked, think it was looked, just... I think it was the same day. I think it said it was 15 days from now or something like that. Hmm. Um, but, um, I mean, it's a very exciting prospect. Where I mean, every time a new company comes out, I think we can all agree that it's, a, it's good for wrestling. And we've discussed this before. I mean, like, these are... Three guys. I mean, three guys. If it is the three that we've discussed, but Cody and the Bucks. Well, it seems to me, from what I've heard, look, and based on what you can see in this video, I think, and and, and just kind of from what I hear through the grapevine, is that like, <coughs> it's obviously it's Kangman too, and mm-hmm. from what I've been told, SCU, like that they're you know that Daniels and Frank Zarian, Frank Zarian are working behind the scenes and you know in certain roles, I think like agent type roles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure Scorpio Sky's role is, but I have a feeling it's in a, it's in a similar capacity. Um, and you know, they are actively it's from from what the the rumors are out there, like they're actively going at going after people behind the scenes, not after like in a negative way. They're they're signing people. They're, mm-hmm. they're they're letting people know they, that they're going to have those capabilities soon. Yeah. Um, I think what you know, one of the stories that came out this week. Is that uh, they were interested in Bandito, the wrestler Bandito, who's been wrestling in PWG, and he's been kind of blowing up on the indie scene. Um, but he wasn't interested in like the prospect of whatever they might have going on, and instead he signed with Ring of Honor. Uh, I was kind of interested by that too, considering he was in the main event of All In. Yeah, but at the same time, like <clears throat> I was looking at it from his perspective, and it's like you know. It's a toss-up. It's like, well, it's like guaranteed money versus not guaranteed money. Yeah, it's a startup. Too, <laughs> you know, you know? It's like, like a I mean, startup. The thing is that startups always sound great at the, at the beginning because you just hear – you don't hear the hard work that it's going to take to get it to the level that they want it to be. You just hear kind of what like the what the end result is going to be. And, and oh, possible- we're all going to be millionaires. You're going to have all these stock options. You're going to – all this good stuff is going to happen. But in order to get there, it's going to be a tough road to get there too. And to, Eli to- had a rough row of startups. No, I, I I did, and I. But it's just like, but it's what you learn with yeah. any startup business. Like, hey, there's going to be a ton of work to get it to, you know, kind of like Valhalla or whatever you're trying to take. Well, it. that's definitely what I was thinking there. Is that you know, I can see from his perspective, it's like, hey, I don't want to help build a company. He's already he's already I working just, hard. I'm to, working to, hard to, to become get, a professional to build wrestler. Build me, you yeah. know, build Bandito. You know, I can see that being. His and life. also, like you know, Bandito's at a point it seems like too, where it's just like, hey, he's probably just at the precipice of making good money. Yeah, and and if you're just at that point where you're starting to make good money and you haven't, these other dudes have been making good money. So like they like when you when you have a couple of nickels to rub together, you're not like and you're not worried about your bills. You don't worry about money. 
Like, you know, it's a lot easier to be content and try something. But if you've been striving to succeed like this guy likely has for a long time, yeah, it's like Ring of Honor offered him guaranteed money and he doesn't have to worry. And that's a great feeling. And also, you know, Ring of Honor has the connection to New Japan. You know, they've got a show coming up at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. You know, I mean, think of like, you know. Will Ospreay versus Bandito at and Madison I don't know Square Garden. Another topic, but it would, you also just announced today that the Bucks aren't on that card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Bucks are not going to be on that card. Which I was like, I think they had kind of alluded to in the past, but now that like they're they're going to be done with Ring of Honor in ten days or whatever, yeah. like they were like they just outright said like, no, we're not going to be there. You know, we're not. And so. Um, Finally, kind of like just put, putting a stop to anyone that's like, hey, yeah, and that's nice of them. You it know, is there nice are some them, people I, who probably would buy tickets to go try and see them. Well, I mean, I saw a lot of people that were quote tweeting like, oh man, I'm gonna sell my tickets now. Like, so people didn't know. So there is people who didn't know. So it is good to get the word I mean, out about you don't it. Have to sell your tickets, you I know still it's still going to be an awesome Madison show at Madison Garden. I know. Don't be dramatic. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have piss on our show. Wait, what? It was you last week. Okay. <laughs> Talking about fond appreciators of the Attitude Era, uh, not, yes. not appreciating Drake Maverick's pissy pants. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know no piss humor on the show this week. Now <laughs> I know. Man, the authors of Pain are just in a black hole. Of, yeah. they, they don't even have the belts anymore. <laughs> like, like, at least they had they, that horrible pee thing. And then at least they had I'm the surprised belt. they didn't start calling them the authors of pee. No, they called them AOP. They yeah. did. AOPP. Like, right. Yeah, A-O-P-P. No, they did. They like that happened. Yeah. yeah. It was horrible. Uh, it took my two favorite it took my favorite up and coming tag team and just chopped their balls off. I will say the se- we talked about the SmackDown reca- recap, but uh this the segment with with the Miz and Vince was was pretty funny. Absolutely. When he was like asking for Vince McMahon's permission to be Shane's partner. That got a laugh out of me. I, yeah. I like that. No, I, I just it still bothers me, the whole AOP thing. Yeah. yeah. It really does. They're done. Yeah. How do you come back from that? Mm. Nah, they'll be fine. Mm. In the way Vince <laughs> treats tag teams, that's already against them. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're quite in the ascension category quite the, yet. I don't. They're I'm, just too big to be that. <laughs> maybe. Like the... Even with like the revival now, they're like, oh, I think the revival's getting a push. It's like, Why? Like, I mean, I get why, because they're good wrestlers, but it's like, but you've treated them like garbage the entire time they've been here. Like, I just don't understand their philosophy. Are they just, like, browbeating tag teams as much as they can with, like, bad humor and then be finally be like, hey, you stuck through it. We're going to give you the belts now. It's just like, I don't understand, like, what they do with the tag division at this point. It, I've been wondering the same thing. I think they need to just do a full shuffle of, t- of the whole division of yeah. teams to different shows to kind of, like, get things back in sync a little bit. Because yeah. right now, SmackDown has all the teams, basically. Yeah. yeah, there's no... I mean, they have to throw people together to or have least, a division on Raw. Yeah, or at least, like, teams that aren't just, like, a, a waste right now. Or, like, teams that are that are that have some sort of they got credibility rid of, still. They got rid of Heath and Rhino, so that's another one that's gone. Yep. And uh, the, 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 the I'm sorry, I just can't get on board. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Me neither. No. It doesn't make any sense. It it's, just you know what it, you know what it feels like. It feels like BS. It's like why are they together? Yeah. Like this is just one of those things sometimes that they do in the WWE universe of programming where they're just like, yeah, hey, let's put these people together, and like one of them is kind of quirky. It's like an odd couple thing, you know. And like it'll all work out. Maybe in the long run. maybe they'll get over. Like you oh, know? it's a whole odd couple thing. It's like by people who've never probably watched the odd couple before or anything like okay, that. Okay, and, and in order for that to work, it needs to be two complete opposite extremes. Yeah, I mean sometimes well, it does work. Like look at Rusev Day. You know, Rusev Day did get over, and it was that's the most recent example of a team yeah, like that just getting over like from a, just like two randomly you, thrown together. You guys go back like in that. time, like Goldust and Booker T. Opposites, they they work together. But you that's know, like, 
to my point, the extreme. Yeah, opposite. that's yes. a, yeah for sure, for sure. And Canon X Pac, extreme, yeah, opposite. extreme opposites. Yes. Yeah, but this with this one, I agree. Like, and, and to be honest with you, it's. I, I find Bobby Roode very disingenuous of a character. Like yeah. I just I, like the like his enthusiasm feels false. It is because well, it is he's a heel man. Yeah. Like that guy is not like a good face character. He's never really. It's like, like they gave him that theme song and they're like, "You're forever a good guy because of this." Yeah. Because like people like saying glorious. He needs to drop that theme song. Yeah. As over as it's become, like he, he and when it comes back one day, it, people will love it. But for now, it needs to go. Away, yeah. I think. Yeah, and I think if you. Um, I think that's the only thing that could really save Bobby Roode right now. I mean, like, of course, yeah. Look, look, look at him. He's on TV more than ever right now. He's involved in an angle. He has the belt tag titles right now. I mean, that's – to me, they're going to be transitional. Yeah. And, like, and, it's, it's well, clearly – I feel like they're giving us the revival soon because of what happened and mm-hmm. stuff. I feel but, like that's what the message we were supposed to get from Raw at least was. And I think that's the only way you could really save Bobby going from this because where do these guys even go? I mean – I just. I mean, Ch- I would love for the rival to beat them for the tag team titles, and then Bobby Roode turns on Chad Gable because he couldn't he couldn't handle the you know he couldn't handle things, and that would kind of help things. Like a how bit. cool? I mean, what if Bobby just dropped the whole glorious thing completely, switched up his gear, switched up his yeah. music? It would work. To what? Anything. Mm, I worry about it. I don't know about to anything. I worry that. I think any change would be good. Would be a welcome change. You know, he kind of looks like Billy Mays, the former um, infomercial really. guy. There. <laughs> no, he does. I don't see it. I do because I always thought Billy Mays looked like Ravishing Recruit, and I, I always w- thought Bobby more Roode so kind of. I want to say in TNA, and I, I could be wrong, but I want to say he did drop all that in TNA for a while, and I didn't like it as much when he like didn't have the robe. It was, it was not. It was weird. I don't know. I just think any welcome change would be good for him. But right I now. would like yeah. a change as well. Um, you know, back to the Bandito thing. Before I forget, um, you know, one of the things I put uh, Lucha Blog they first broke the story on Bandito signing with Ring of Honor. One of the things they mentioned in the story was that uh, Bandito had also had a uh, secret tryout with WWE. Now, obviously, we don't know what Bandito looks like, so it's very easy for him to be involved in one of those tryouts in secret. You know, not wearing his mask. Uh, but apparently, he had a tryout, and I, I want to say I saw I believe it was in the Observer last night that it basically said that like. WWE did offer him a deal, but it was like very low, like what they would pay like the start the the starter people at NXT, and he was like no. And then Ring of Honor offered him way more, and yeah. they found out about it, and they tried to like raise their offer, but it was still beneath. And he like was like no, I don't care. Like yeah. I, just want, I, I like, think that's the right call right now. Me too, because it's so blo- bloated in NXT. Like look, there's I, I love NXT, but like they can't. Take any more people, yeah. and and what are they going to do with them? Like yeah. we, you know, we saw with the NXT call ups, like they didn't really call up a lot of like the indie guys or anything like that. They called up the pretty much the people you'd expect them to call up that are like the Vince McMahon type people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. um, you know, I saw people saying they wanted to hear us kind of talk about the call ups a little bit. We talked about it on the um, recaps. On, on the recaps, but uh, you know, I, I liked the, the people they chose. Yeah, I mean. Um, Obviously, we knew Nikki was coming sooner or later. I mean, I thought she already was there. Yeah, she, right? did, yeah. she just had that match with Becky for, I mean, I guess because they were in her hometown. But It wasn't her hometown. I mean, her home just country, in home country. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was doing the Bret Hart term yeah. of hometown because yeah. <laughs> they were in Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I it's like <laughs> me being in the United States, like in Texas, but my hometown. Yeah, um, 
I um, I'm excited for them. You know, Lars is going to be really interesting. Um, I'm I'm really curious what they're going to do with him because they already have like five monsters, so they're going to need to figure out a way to differenti- differentiate him. We already brought that up, but they already started teasing Lars. I love heavy machinery, so I'm hyped for them. I mean, me too. I, I feel like them. they're going to be the the the, the sleeper standout. Of, I do too. Of, of I, these I think so. I love Otis. And like, I think Vince is going to love Otis when he gets when he like really gets a, like a, a taste of him, absolutely. you know? Because Otis is hilarious. Like any everything, Otis is such a character. He is like if he was like, I mean, obviously he works great with Tucker Knight, but I think like he if if it ever came down to it, he could really float on his own if he ever if, me, it, ever, if it came down to me it. Me too, absolutely. I mean, I like Tucker Knight, but like. Dozovic is just like he's the star. He's the star of that team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whether absolutely. it be the way he, just everything he get, he's he just gets it mm-hmm. the, from whether it be the, how he comes out from behind the curtain where he looks like he like he like strained his groin like he like well, <laughs> that it's like everything about it the worm every, like it, it, it he he gets it. Who yeah. do you who do you think is going to get the biggest push out of out of the six? Lars. Lacey Evans. Ooh, Lars. Mm, Lars is going to get a big push. They're planning think, a whole thing around yeah, him. You're right. Do you, yeah, you're right. I, I guess I, I keep not thinking about him in terms, because they've been already pushing him for a few weeks. And I yeah. Feel like, I feel like it's unfair to put him in the same six columns, Who, because they've been pushing it for a few but weeks But Lacey's already. a great get. Wherever she goes, she's a great get. I just think Vince is going to f- just blonde, army, tall legs. Tall, it's all the things that Vince and Matt Who likes. do you think is going to be the biggest success out of the six call-ups, though? Uh, I would say heavy machinery, but then I know how Vince treats tag teams, so that's a big risk. Like, I mean, I, the monster thing is... I just mon- don't know how they differentiate The, the monster thing doesn't always pay off. You know, like, I mean, there's been so many monsters. Tensai, <laughs> Heidenreich, you Heidenreich. know, like Nathan Jones, etc. There's been so <laughs> many over the years that they tried to introduce. And the thing is, is like, it doesn't stick that often. Braun Strowman is, is, is a rarity. Ryback mm-hmm. is a rarity, you know. Like, and, and so it's just Ryback. like I do too. Um, <laughs> we always agree on that. But One I, thing we can all agree on so, is that we miss Ryback. So, like, but I and, and the reason is like with Big Show, it makes sense. You know, he's big; he's the biggest person there. So it's like it, that's a that's a natural hook, though. But if there's nothing to like really make the monster special, you know, Braun Strowman, I think was a special one too because he was big and he was unlike. He had that big beard. He's just he runs weird. Like there's things about him. And maybe the running weird thing isn't one of the things that people love the most. But but I just feel like I I always worry when they bring in a monster because it's like well, what differentiates this monster from any of the monsters and you that know we've what? seen in oh, the past? He's a small monster. Well, if that makes sense. Yeah. He's yeah, short. I, He's short. You know, I think he will find success on the roster, actually, but I think... I don't think you... I'm not saying he won't. He definitely has a solid shot. They're setting him up incredibly. It's just that... I see, but I was, I was going to say, it's, I see it more of like a Mark Henry-like run, where like a solid player that's around for a long time... That's not necessarily like a world champion or yeah. anything like that. Because Mark Henry's also like not like the tallest guy Okay, to but well, you can't also... You can't argue that when they first signed Mark that they didn't think world world champion aspirations. They did. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not saying I, I'm saying in terms of the career that Mark Henry actually had though. Yeah. You know? Like I, uh, I could see it being more along those lines. Because they're setting they're setting Lars up pretty big right yeah, now. Yeah, like if I mean if all the like we know all the rumors and reports, like it's gonna be like what they did with um uh, I forget who and like in I mean I guess that they did it with Stone Cold. Like a free agent type thing, you know? If we understand, that's what's going to happen. I had heard it was going to be SmackDown. That's what I keep hearing, but I don't know. I for mean, sure. that would make sense. That seems to make the most sense because Braun's already got Raw. Yeah, you then know? there's too many monsters. There's too many monsters. Drew McIntyre's yeah. already bigger than Lars. I feel like on on. I don't. I think he's. I, 
I feel like Drew's taller than Lars, right? He's, uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's because Lars isn't Lars isn't tall. No, he's not super tall. No. Um, so yeah, I feel like SmackDown's a better place for him. I feel like he'll yes. be molded better there. And um, also, I think like I, I think Lars versus a face Rusev is a great match. Me too, absolutely. I think it's a great call, actually. Yeah. Um, I hope I, I have a feeling Lars is gonna debut in the Rumble. I feel like Lars yeah. EC3 we're gonna get them in the Rumble. But I think that's smart. I, I I hope that they EC3. I'm I'm wishy washy on just see. Because. I was gonna answer. I didn't get to answer fully, but my answer is EC3 in terms of who I think is gonna see the most success on the roster. Yeah, I think EC3 has been there. You know, I'm I'm all about people who've got a chip on their shoulder, yeah. and that dude's got a chip on his shoulder. Like he. Was there and got fired, you know? Yeah. Like was, was was had a taste of it and then got fired. I mean, who else has had this real other than Kevin Owens? Who well, has really had this short of a tenure in NXT? Right. That was, but also, I'm so glad that. And you know what's funny is I think it's already almost been a year in, in NXT. And even then, you're like, man, he shouldn't have been there that long. Yeah. You know, he should have been on the main like roster it seems right shorter, away. But like when you say a year, it's like really like damn. Like, yeah, someone said to me, they were like, you know, the thing is, it was good for him to have a year down in NXT, and I was like, wow, it's already been a year, like crazy. But you know, he's. I, I think that because he already has the experience in WWE. Um, and I think there's people there who probably are like, all right, this dude, this guy paid his dues. Yeah. Like he left, came back. He he left. He created a whole new character. Like Drew McIntyre, you know, left and came back. But I don't know if you can necessarily Drew McIntyre like created a whole. Well, I new think character. I think his character evolved, but I don't think his it was character a new evolved, character. But it's not like a new character. Yeah. yeah. Like and Matt Hardy. We were kind of talking about this in the group text. Like, and Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is, was already a legend. Like of course they're going to rehire. Yeah, Matt but Hardy. like, and but, yes, he reinvented himself. Uh, no denying well, I mean, that he EC3, made himself so relevant again. But EC3 is like one of those. Like EC3 built a character off of the president of Impact Wrestling, and, and the name remains. And the name remains, yeah. and he's in WWE. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, that's impressive. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that the people working at, let's say, like Raw, are going to treat him like that though, and not as Derek Bateman from ten years ago? It's a good question. It's a really good question. Because, like, I, I, it could, you know, you brought up how he has a chip on his shoulder. Let's say that he gets there and things aren't going the way that he would prefer they go or something like that. Is he going to be willing to, like, pay pay his dues again? I think he is. From the, I do, the, too. From the vibe I get yeah. about him, like, it seems to me like he has be, he's become, like, a very calm, collected dude. That, like, I think that he knows what it takes now and he's, like, willing to, to, to yeah. put in the work. I mean, he's got a solid shot. Yeah. He look, really I mean, He's got probably a lot of people backstage championing him, even if it's just like Kurt Angle, let's say. Kurt Angle put him over big time in TNA. And, I mean, like, if if Vince likes Bobby Lashley in terms of, like, Appearance. his physique. Yeah. Look, at dude, that guy's got muscles on his muscles. Like, he is... He's a big motherfucker. He's a big yeah. dude. Like, so big. So... Yeah, did my voice start getting no, weird? Anything? No, it hey, got weird like for me. So maybe okay. All right, all right, good, good yeah, to know. No, solid. Um, um, okay, so uh, back to the elite a little bit, uh, or just in Ring of Honor in general. So now that they're leaving, um, you know, the the next night they had they had Marty Skrull come in. You know, Marty Skrull was in a segment and uh, debuted. Brody King and PCO in, in a stable called Villain Enterprises. They got his back now. Um, Jamie, I know you watched this. What do you think? What do you What do you think about this stable? I think it's fun. You know, yeah, I you mean, seem to like it. Yeah, because I've mentioned to you before. I don't really expect a lot of um, 
and this is I, I'm really trying to say this without <clears throat> without trying to say like I'm knocking Ring of Honor because I'm not. It's one of their it's one of their quirks why I like them so much is because they are just really kind of out there in terms of their storytelling. None of it really makes sense. And like, <laughs> okay. And um, I, I mean, Fair. recently. Yeah, no, I'm not. This is, I'm not, yeah. Um, and um, I don't know. I just kind of like, I was like, this is one of those teams that I didn't know I wanted. And then now that it's here, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Like PCO and Brody King. Like, I know what they've done to each other. And now that they're like backing like uh, Marty Skrull, I think that's first off, that's a horrifying tag team. Yes, that's a t- that's a great tag team with Brody King and, and PCO. I don't know what that looks like, but that's a, <laughs> that just sounds amazing. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I'm fans of them both. I think Brody has. I think Brody King is one of the first off doing great for California wrestling. Yeah, always a pleasure having that. Repping uh, SoCal. Yes. And um, speaking of SoCal wrestling, real quick, you uh, did you grow your stable? Yeah. All yeah, right. Chris Bay and Swade Thompson are All on right. board now. You know, All right. We're growing. Uh, so wait, yes. you guys have a full name now? No, okay. not yet. you got to make probably, that happen. Probably will by next taping. Is it the one that you told me you were toying with? Or I, pitched, I pitched it, and some people liked it, some people didn't. <laughs> Another name was pitched, which I hate. But, uh, Is that the one they're going with? I, 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 don't, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, hey, if you got a name for Jamie Stable, send shoot him. Sh- sh- yeah, I would love to hear that. Yeah, I got a couple, but ready, I mean, willing, and stable. <laughs> well, that's too similar to the to, Chad Gable towel thing, right? Yeah, right, right. But, um, yeah, I mean, if we're just gonna go part, we had a ladder match against Andy Brown, and things weren't looking too good. But luckily, as you know, I have vast connections and a vast network of 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 people that I can rely on. Obviously, yeah. and you know, things weren't going our way, and. With a little bit of influence, uh, uh, Chris Bay and Sway Thompson are now um, – they've seen the light and are joined the inter- – they've joined the company, company. You know, mm-hmm. and um, really happy to have them on board. Good. Good. I like, you know who else you should add to your stable hmm. is you should add those uh, 11-year-old badasses that got into a fight at your party. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Did you not remember that? You know what, what, the, you no, know what that was? No, that was just too much sugar. That yeah. really was. There's a fucking table full of sh- like like <laughs> so much sugary things. Like All these kids going eight. There was shit. like a candy, the uh, cookie making table. Yeah. You know, like that's too much sugar for kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. That was that was by far my favorite club. part of the party. But, um, yeah, going back to what you were just, but going back to the Ring of Honor thing. Yeah, I I was a fan. I mean, I know you. I know some people kind of you among them kind of like what the fuck you know like I don't think I dis- I don't think it's not that I disliked it I I'm I, I'm with you in similar to what you guys said with Ron Smackdown and like kind of like reserving judgment a little bit I think it was more the PCO uh it, it was more so PCO in the group than anything because he just it just like it's just like what I love PCO. I think he's great, but you're just like okay. I get it. like Marty Scurll is this like cool hip dude who wears cool glasses. And you know, and he's a like, very hip man the, bun. You got Brody yeah. King. Who's he's that, in a that, metal band. He's got tattoos. He's there's t- the, all the always tried and true Sean and Diesel thing with Marty and, yeah. and Brody. And then you got PCO who's just like this 50 year old dude who like yeah, who just like who Frankenstein gimmick and he clearly like went to get his haircut the day before he debuted and it's like much more <laughs> shiny and pretty than normal and like you're like man that Frankenstein dude has a real clean cut haircut, you know? And so yeah, I just it I, it was honestly it was the the induct it was the inclusion of PCO that really threw up especially because PCO hey. already had the vignettes leading up to like where they've been doing the heartbeat thing where I was just like what? Like, There's part of me with PCO and Ring of Honor where I'm like 
Wait, why is he in Ring of Honor? Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that was like my my thing from the start, right? And then I go, well, okay. Ring of Honor gets that he's like this weird, and then he's a draw Frankenstein guy, and that he's a draw. But I was thinking, but it, to be honest, really, it was like they get the gimmick. They, they, you can't hire this guy if you don't get the gimmick. Yeah. yeah. And then they put him in, with, in, in a stable with like two young hip dudes, and I'm like. Do they not get the gimmick? Because I don't know. Because don't he would know be fine with the gimmick. That, I, think, I, don't I don't know if think they, they do. do. He'd be fine without a stable. He would be completely. If yeah. it was just him by himself, he would be completely fine. I think that was my problem. Was I was just more like PCO doesn't need that. And then on the website, <laughs> on like roh.com, I think I, it was like I saw today. It was the headline said PCO is alive and now he's an ROH, and I was like. The whole thing is that he's not alive. Like what, the, 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 the whole thing is that he's not alive. He's not human or whatever. So like what? Like I, I didn't like it. No, they don't. They don't get it. Sinclair Broadcasting. Like they don't get anything. But I like. I. I, I I'm reserving. I'm holding out judgment. I, I know I just complained that I just did a lot of judging, so I probably can't really say that anymore. But like, I didn't necessarily hate it or anything like that. It was more so just like. I was confused by the inclusion of PCO. The rest I liked. The rest I was into. Um, I also liked that uh, Ring of Honor uh, apparently signed uh, Mark Haskins to a deal as well. I think, you know, I've I've seen him wrestle before. I'm a fan of his. I think he's a good wrestler. So um, I'm I'm pumped on that. Uh, Did you guys happen to see the thing I texted you guys about the Gargana Champa thing? Not I didn't yet. have a chance to Not watch yet. it. Not yet. You can be honest. It's okay. Did you have a chance to no, watch wait, it? Wait, wait, be the Gargano Champa thing from NXT TV the, this week. The, the ending. The thing that we talked about before, yeah, the spoiler where they where they basically kind of like had a quasi reunion. Reunion. Yeah. Not, not a reunion, but they have like a moment. Yeah, yeah. You watched it? Yeah. I saw uh, just that part. Okay, cool, cool. Um what do you think? I, I, I liked it. It's a very interesting uh development. I think it's a very it's definitely something I don't think anybody really saw coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they did when they when he finally turned that everybody was kind of like oh they're going to do a DIY reunion but I don't think uh, the, the whole course of Johnny's go, 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 heel run I don't think people really expected that at first and this is a great added layer of you know I think they could be if, if it does eventually get there I think an evil DIY is dope like that's that's something really interesting to me um, I think what we get I think where they're going to go is Evil DIY at NXT TakeOver Phoenix for the Rumble weekend, where it's like evil DIY versus like black and someone else. And then at uh Takeover at Mania. Takeover Mania. I'm I'm guessing my guess this is just my guess is that at Takeover Rumble or whatever, the Phoenix one. This is all me speculating, but that we that that Chomp or that Gargano only did all of this to, to, to get trick him. to get back into Gar- get back in Chompa's mind. I can see that, and then he turned on he turns on Chompa this time. So now he's the one playing the mind games with Chompa, and then he wins the title finally at at and NXT takeover Chompa and Gargano six. Or yeah, <laughs> but this time Johnny finally wins the title. Yeah, we haven't had that yet. Like I can see that, and I loved when Sami Zayn finally won the title in NXT. You know, it was like such a great moment and stuff. So I would love. We need that Gargano NXT champion moment. Uh, Like people were mad that he didn't get called up, and I was like, no, we still need him to win the title. He's in the middle of this like really weird character arc, and he can't. 
get called up as he's and, in this heel mode. You know, like there are certain times where people are just too much of a linchpin of the NXT operation too, to where it's like, hey, you can't pull them out. They need, like NXT storylines require this person to be there. Actually, he, yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing when I saw people like, oh, Gargano, Trump. I'm like, no, they're they're too crucial to everything going on right now. They Why? can't leave before WrestleMania. It, it's totally worth their while to keep them there for six more months. And maybe Johnny longer than that. You well, know, I would like longer. to see Johnny. Once again, it's just my like what I would like to see. But like Johnny, like I said, all that Johnny wins the title at Takeover. Johnny stays in NXT, gets a run as champion, and I'm assuming they're going to do a shake of a draft. Even though that's basically what they did uh, uh, on Raw this week. But I think there'll be another one, and Champ will come up. Yeah, Champ has been. He's been so good. I I feel like it's undeniable. They can't not bring Champa up. No, like they they have to. The only thing I can see them not. The only reason I can see them not bringing Champa up is because of a possible Fox Sports thing where like NXT might get its own show. Yeah, I mean I know it already has its own show, but like on Fox Sports. Yeah, like, I've heard different rumors. Like one of the things I heard is that maybe like there'll be an hour of NXT on Fox Sports a week and then additional hour of NXT on the WWE Network every week wow. to kind of like have two shows similar to the main roster. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of one of the things I heard. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, yeah, well, I want to say too, I, I liked it too. I, the spoilers that I read, the Gargano thing, you know, I the spoilers that I read initially, I was, like, was kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to see DIY get back together. Like they're they they they've had this like blood feud, you know. But then when I watched the segment, I thought to myself, like, man, Johnny's acting was just so good yeah. in the segment, like so next level. Because honestly, it's the best when you could tell a story without saying anything. Without saying anything, because honestly, on paper you go like, it said like, oh, Johnny Gargano is indifferent to the situation, and you're like. I don't know. He just did the move with the guy. How yeah. indifferent could he be? You know, like they yeah. did their move together. Like um, they even did like the whole posing stuff before. Like, and, but then I go like when I when I watched it and you see like he's like doesn't want to do it, but then he's like, well, I have to do it. I'm still in a match. I'm mean Johnny Gargano now, and then it like conflicted. He didn't want to pay. I, I liked all of it. It was like good storytelling. Like even if you don't want, to, if you're not digging, I think the evil Johnny Gargano stuff. Um, I think it was. I think it was still good storytelling. Um, okay, so lastly, uh, these the, these tweets from Ronda Rousey to Becky today. We only have a couple minutes. I just I I feel like Ronda needs to hire a writer. She's a hire a writer, dude. Yeah, like somebody to tweet for. Like her. if she's gonna try and like go toe to toe with someone on social media, like I I wouldn't want to go toe to toe with someone who's like way more witty than me. Like you know, not only like, somebody who's way more witty, but has the momentum of, yeah. of fan appreciation as well. Like, uh, and, and particularly that set. I don't. I don't want to say subsection because it's a huge section. But this, like the like the Twitter section of the wrestling community is clearly backing Becky one hundred percent. Yes. And so if you're going to attack somebody in that medium, it's like, hey, you better you better have the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> the one tonight or today was just like the panties one. That was the yeah. It's just really. It's, so, it's just why are we still talking about this one thing that happened? I mean, it's still the contention. Like or the, the the whole argument has been whether or not she was caught unawares. You know, that's, they're still talking about that. Still talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like they go back to that one picture. <laughs> Always of Rhonda getting the arm bar by I mean they disarm her by Becky. And then Becky literally had to put arrows like, into things. Pants to, like, are still pants on. Pants are still on. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, so, yeah, so... She's, and then now they're talking about panties. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, so it went... Uh, Becky said, I remember now you said I attacked you with your pants down, you little weirdo. Not going to lie, I did walk into your dressing room and see an ass, but it was fully dressed. And then Rhonda today fired back and said... Uh, oh, wait, no, no, no. She said, I'm a little weirdo. You're the one jumping on me while I'm getting changed in the locker room. And then Becky said, just how hard were you kicked in the jaw that one time, you little freak? And I love that. Did you guys see when Lars tried to jump in at that point? Did, you, did either of you guys see that? I saw Lars deleted his tweet, but I didn't see what it was. <laughs> I had to go look it up, too, because he deleted it so fast that I also didn't get to see it. He because she said he like, quickly was like, I'm not playing this game. Yeah, he, like, he jumped in, and he said, like, um, I think he said something along the lines of, excuse me, Mrs. Lynch, like, I am the I am the freak or something like that. And she replied with that Conor McGregor meme where he's just like, who the fuck is this guy thing? Where he's like looking back at him. And then he realized like, mm, actually, I probably shouldn't yeah. do it. Uh, that's my not. cue to exit. <laughs> Got, none of the guys should ever get into it with no. Becky no. for two reasons. One, she's going to be better than uh, the majority of them at Twitter. Yeah. And two... You can't do anything about it. What's he gonna do? Beat her up yeah. on TV? Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. So, like, there's I'm trying to think of anyone. There's no who, way you can win. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like who has at this point like as good of Twitter game as Becky that like could. Charlotte had a shot, but then when she did the boob job thing, that was a wrap. Casket yeah. done. Yeah, ca- yeah. I-, I think that the New Day are some of the only ones who maybe could like. I feel like Biggie Woods could. Biggie and Woods are like they're they're hip. They they they're good with like the Twitter audience. The Usos could. I'm, not on Twitter. Not I feel on Twitter. like I don't feel like they got that Twitter juice. You they know, don't. like they don't. Biggie has that Twitter juice. Xavier Woods does. Uh, Mike, yeah. Michael Hayes. <laughs> no, although Michael Hayes, I love that shirt that Michael Hayes liked. By this the way, is, it reminded me of that of the of the Kanye meme. Very cool, Kanye. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me the Donald Trump thing. This is a picture of uh, one of those shirts that uh, J- the Green Ranger made, where he like tried to have that MMA church line or whatever. That's what it was from, and it was like. It's, Jesus didn't tap. Jesus didn't tap, and it had like a guy in an arm bar. It was Jesus on the cross, and I think it was the shadow that it was casting. Well, and then there was a guy Jesus in an, an arm bar. bar. <laughs> but, but they had Jesus' shadow in an arm bar <laughs> on the ground. Hey, I love and Jesus, didn't, Jesus tap. didn't tap. And then Michael Hayes was like all caps. Because somebody, awesome. because somebody tweeted it as a joke. They're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. And then Michael Hayes was like, that's a great ass shirt. <laughs> I should like, get that. Awesome. <laughs> like all in caps. all caps. Exclamation mark! And I was dying because you know he legitimately wants that shirt. Oh, absolutely! James Vanderbeek posted this shirt, and yeah, I was I was dying. I was dying. Awesome! That's a great shirt. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys were entertained by that as I was. I loved this it, I, and that 100. percent And the second I saw that shirt, I was like, "Yeah, I totally believe Michael Hayes thinks this is a great shirt." <laughs> Absolutely, I think it's a great shirt, by the way, too. And I wouldn't mind it if Ryan, if you got it for you for Christmas, <laughs> you don't want that shirt. I would wear it. You'd wear the not Jesus to work. Then on the back, and then on the back, it says Jesus would have stood for the flag. I <laughs> I would wear it to a wrestling event for sure. What if that's another shirt? What, what? That's what the, you'd wear that to a wrestling event? A Jesus wouldn't didn't tap shirt? Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> and people, while I was like in line, double fisting mirrors would be like that. I'm just picturing the the flag one. It's just the shadow of Jesus. <laughs> While he's on the cross, he's still standing up for the flag. 
that didn't exist back then. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus wasn't a snowflake. <laughs> Hey, he created him, but he wasn't a snowflake. Jesus could take a joke on Twitter. Um, okay, so then, uh, the, the, then Becky, fi- or sorry, uh, Rhonda fires back, and it got weird. She was like, "I would, I would ask for my undies back, but God knows what you've been doing with them. You can keep them, you little weirdo." Hashtag the man stole my panties. Hashtag locker room bandit. And I was <laughs> locker room bandit. I, 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 it's just a weird. It's got to do a weird point, you know. Like it's weird when the whole they're point kind is of to running get away in circles from, now. Well, it's, 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 it's also yes, big time running circles. But also like when like the whole point is to get away from bra and panties matches. You shouldn't just wave that in front of Vince McMahon that you guys are having a feud about panties on Twitter. Just put it on a pole, baby. He's like, you want? <laughs> yeah, that's where hey, I make my money. Hey, I didn't say it. Hey, hey it wasn't me this time. They wanted it. <laughs> You're the authority now. <laughs> They're the authority. They said it. Panties wouldn't tap. <laughs> panties, <laughs> panties on a pole. Why not? She could get them back. <laughs> she could get them back by putting them on a pole. Yeah. Jesus wouldn't tap shirt is too <laughs> much. Michael Hayes like, hey, that's that's a hip shirt. You know what? Maybe just like, may, do you think that all of them backstage are, are like, damn, Rhonda's like totally screwing this up. I don't know because no, she because she's not. This whole Twitter thing. I mean, is it's not just it's just on her. Twitter. Like, that's I mean, what I was gonna say. Is that clearly? I don't think it's really affecting anything in terms of her pops or anything like that because. Uh, what I've noticed is that, like, the, the loudest crowd on Twitter, as loud as they are, is not the actual yeah. uh, uh, the actual pu- public opinion, usually. Yeah. Not usually. But the vast majority. It's not the majority. It's not usually. Yeah, it's no. not. It's, it's, a, not it's a conversation. Especially it's, it's, it's a Twitter such a negative place where, like, the, whoever can say the coolest negative thing wins, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily mean, like, outside of the world people are looking at yeah. you differently. If anything... But I do think that, like, her champion speech was very counteractive. I don't think that they know how to write for her at all. Like, I, I just feel like, like, Ronda isn't somebody who should be <laughs> Some, saying so much. I, when, they, when they did the creative, like, the parody create, WWE creative account, when they said, Webster defines WWE champion as, and the, I was like, because that's really what it was. Yeah, it was. That's really, like, they hit it right on the head. Webster, yeah. d- like, it really was like in Princess Bride. Marriage! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really what it reminded me like, of. I just, I I feel like Rhonda should just be like this killer. Like I don't think they need to like have her go out and thank the fans and p- play WWE babyface. I don't think that's what it's about. They don't do that with Brock. Mm, the only difference I because think because Brock talked for a show and he was like, "Don't give me a microphone ever again." <laughs> but also, and I hate to say this, but like you know, the general public, I think that if you don't, if a girl like doesn't go out there and smile and like be nice, that they're gonna be like, "Oh, she's a bitch," you know. And I think they're trying to right wipe that stigma uh, away from Ronda Rousey. Is that yeah. like, no, she's not a bitch. She shakes hands with the fans. She talks about how much she likes. She's talking about how much she likes wrestling. I think that's what they're trying to yeah. go for. It's like, look at. Like, Brock, he never showed up. Ronda, though, she wants to defend the title the next night. That's yeah. how cool she, she does is. does house shows. Just house shows. I, I think that's what they're trying to sell you on, yeah. is that, like, she's the anti-Brock from UFC. She does like the fans. Yeah. She does want to be you know there. What? She does I understand the title. And it makes sense, because they really had, an, as, not a huge, but they had an uphill battle. Because we all know WWE fans, by and large, hate outsiders. No matter how badass you were in any other field. Yeah. And... It, and they really had an uphill battle with her. And, you know, even now, you know, they're still kind of, you'd think that after all this, t- she had a great react, great debut, an amazing debut. 
um, has gritted gray reactions. But, I mean, now we're starting to see a little bit of splinters in that shield, so to speak. Yeah. And, um, I mean, even this just this past promo that she cut uh, with the champions thing, it was like, what is a different champion? And I'll, I was hearing – I mean, I do hear splatters of booze every once in a while with her. But that's to be expected. But I, they were predominant more than ever. Yeah. And they – I think they need to figure out – there comes a time in every character where they need to pivot. Yeah. Every time. And it's, it's Especially ha- a new character like Rhonda. Where yeah. She's still, I mean, even though she's big in the public eye, she's still new in terms of like, yeah. the character they're molding for. And she for. needs to – and now uh, the, the time is coming yeah. where she's going to need to try something different and see if it sticks. Remember, I do think by this time next year, she'll be a heel with the four horsewomen. Because yeah. I was watching NXT TV this week and I saw Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir's first uh, NXT TV debut. And I was like, these guys are, the three of them are good. The, the, like, Shane is great. Yeah. You, put all, you put all four of them like, together. That's it's going to be badass. Great. Who, it's can be badass. Who can stop them? You, and it's so reminiscent of the actual four horsemen that, like, they're badass. You yeah. don't fuck with them. They're also famous. Like, I like, yeah. I, I, think, I was watching the thing and, like, Okay, the, the the pieces of the puzzle will be yeah. there by next year. Like Ronda's gonna have this good run now, and then she'll snap. You yeah. know, like it, it only makes sense. I'm cool with that. I love the Four Horsemen. Me too. I feel like the whole Four Horsewomen though, I, I, and they got that cool music like the Four Horsemen. That's so key too. Yeah, they got the cool music. They're all like cocky. They're all tough. They're like I think submission they people. Use, I think they use Shayna's music. Did you? You haven't seen XTV TV this week. I forgot because you only watched. I the didn't end of hear it. hers. They 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 use. It, it's like her music, but like a. T- it's 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 got like the same vibe because I it's think we've, we've brought this up. But I think Shayna Baszler's got some of the best music in the game right now. Yeah, if I if I, I, I don't quote, I could be wrong, but I I, I think like it was. For all intents and purposes, the same theme, but like similar to like if I recall, it's similar how to like sanity, how Sanity yeah. has like a little difference of a thing. I think they had like a little tweak on it, but it's the same song or whatever. Like it still has the opening. Because you can't or whatever. have them coming out to. It's about time to cut that, anyways. Too. No, I love that song. I'm just. That's going to be around for a while. Yeah, they paid the money for it. Yeah, like, and I'm a big fan of them when they get to use like an outside song. I miss that from the ECW days where they had like a real song. They didn't pay for it. They didn't pay for them, but they're like, oh, it went over just the loudspeakers, but not through the. Through the actual PA sound system, I was like, I don't know where you're getting your legalities from. <laughs> by the I'm way, sure by the way, no, I've read this. That's a thing. I know, I read it as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't recall where I read it. There's some technical, there's some technical things. It was because no, because sports games have to pay for it for the same reason. Like you can't just play, you can't just play the song anywhere. Well, if to you're be bu- fair, Ryan, TV. To be fair, a lot has changed in the music industry since ECW went out of business in that's, 2001. That's so, true. That is so they true. were probably it was probably like the legality that they had in their minds where it was like, yeah, one of the guys that wrestles for us also doubles as a lawyer for us. And no, he's Heyman's us. dad. Oh, never Remember mind. his dad's like a lawyer, right? Like, yeah, or was, was a lawyer. Was a lawyer. Um, yeah, he worked in the legal field. So that was like the ECW lawyer was his dad. Wow. Yeah, that's who handled all that kind of stuff. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, we're not going to be here next week because of the holidays. Christmas. Christmas. Don't be Grinches. Don't be mad that we're not here next week. Don't we, hate on us like you hate on the, the, the WWE roster for, for taking Christmas off. <laughs> taking, 
yeah. family time for Christmas. <laughs> First they Christmas put piss Eve. on my show, and now they're not coming to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're not going to be here next week. We'll be here the week after. Same for the recap shows. Uh, no one's going to be here in the Collider office next week. Good. So, so we'll be work- I'll be working still on the site from home, but you will not see these recap shows. You will not see Wrestling Sheet Radio next week, but we will be back the week after that. In the meantime... Jamie, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E I-O-V-I-N-E. Um, no uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood tapings until the the 6th or so. It's not until the first week of January. So that's taking a holiday as well. Um, Network is also going to be on holiday until the first week of January. Oh, so I got the last stuff? Of the year, nice. Yeah, and uh, but we have a full, we have a huge announcement coming up. We have some big, big, big products coming up on network for 2019 that we're going to announce literally as soon as 2019 rolls around. Sick. You'll see them. Uh, we've actually already started announcing some on the na- on the app. So if you haven't already downloaded it, it's on iOS. It will uh, it will be available for Android in 2019, early 2019. So don't worry about that. Um, also follow us on Instagram for all the updates. NTWRK. That's NTWRK on Instagram. Pulling up the now, I'm wondering who these other. Oh, we got a Fortnite one up, and I think we got. Some yeah, up. I was gonna say Fortnite. That's cool. Yeah. Ooh, there's some good ones in here. All right, yeah, there's some good ones in there. Everyone, go check out that app. Uh, Eli, where can people find you at? Twitter at Elijah <laughs> at Elijah Bates. Instagram at Brindlebeard. That's easy enough. And you can find me on Matt Ryan Satin on all social media as well. It's ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find all the stories that we do at Wrestling Sheet on all social media. Check out our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. For those of you who are watching, thank you. Hello. I appreciate you watching on here. But while you're here, please like the video. Uh, please leave a comment. Let us know what you thought about what we talked about. Uh, share them if you if you feel up to it. I think that uh, you know when you guys do that, it really does help us out a lot. I'm trying to grow the channel. I'm trying to get up uh, up there in numbers. I'm trying to let the bosses here know that they should uh, let me do more stuff like this. So please, if you enjoy this stuff, spread the word. Let people know. Let when you every time there's like a weekly Reddit post where it says uh, your favorite wrestling podcast. Let them know you like these ones. Let them know you like the recap. It really does help me out a lot. Also, uh, if you want to just listen to the audio of these shows, we're on Podcast One. So it's uh, iTunes as well, and you search Wrestling Sheet Radio. That's where you can get this show every week and the recap show that I, that I do with John Roca every week, as well as Top 5, which has recently made a return. They had Last week was the Top 5 TLC matches. Um, I forget exactly what this one, the, what, what Saturday's episode is, but uh, make sure you guys keep your eye out for that as well. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. 
Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 